Give you praise, glory, and honor. You're wonderful, you're holy. There's none like you on all the earth. Thank you, Father, for redeeming our lives from destruction. Thank you for crowning us with love and kindness and tender mercy. But thank you for our leader. Thank you for these, your people, that are here on tonight. Thank you for what you've done in this ministry. And God, we know that you aren't through with us. For, Father, you're taking us someplace, so we thank you now. We don't live in the past, but we, focus, we, we remember what you've done, but our focus is on what you're going to do in us. So we bless you and we praise you. Thank you for our gathering here on tonight. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters that are suffering. Some are suffering in their bodies physically. Mentally, Father, we pray, God, that you will renew the mind and touch their bodies and restore unto them good health, that they might give you glory, praise, and honor. We pray for this nation. We pray for the people of this nation. Pray for the minds of our young people. The enemy is trying to destroy the minds of our young people. But, God, we lift them up to you now. We pray that you will guard their minds, and we bless you and we praise you for it. Thank you for what you're doing in our young people, what you've already done and done, the things that you've done in our young people. And God, you're not through with them. So we bless you and we praise you. Thank you for this time tonight. Thank you for giving all of us this common testimony that it was good for us to have been here this night at this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen, amen. Well, let us give God a hand praise. Amen. Amen. Last Wednesday, Brother um, Woody asked a question. Uh, what does it mean, um, uh, the acceptable year of the Lord? So just to make sure that we didn't give you any false information, I went and looked it up. Amen. Amen. <laughs> to make sure that is right and we what we gave you was right but we also found out uh that it added that it, it means uh the year of favor from the lord and um it means finding the goodness of the lord and the year of vengeance now it's not a physical year but it's like a season or a time Amen. This is a time or the season that the Lord has determined that he's going to bless. And so that's what that means to them that hear it. Amen. The acceptable year of the Lord. So in addition to whenever you hear the word of the Lord and you know the word of the Lord, you know that's the time for you to believe what the word of the Lord is saying. Amen. Then it happens. And that falls in line with what we're going to be talking about tonight. Amen. Um, uh, what's the brother's name that you had me watching? Bill Winston. Uh, Sister G was following him, and she told me uh, she wanted me to listen to what he was saying to today. And what he was saying today is similar to what we already said to you, because there's only one one Holy Spirit. Amen. And so what he was saying for you and me was to prepare for what the Lord is getting ready to do. Amen. And that is, he's getting ready to show out and give us his divine favor. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. And that's consistent with uh, the word of the Lord. And in terms of, go to the 
book of St. Luke. Go to St. Luke, the fourth chapter. And uh, we'll start at verse number uh, 16. Fourth chapter of the book of St. Luke, verse number 16. And we'll go down to verse number 18. Now, and that, oh, actually, yeah, verse 18. Okay, we'll start at 16. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and what? As, as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And what, when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Key phrase. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has set me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Then, of course, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. But what I want to call your attention to is there's two verses prior to what we just read, and one was in verse number one. And it says, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Holy Spirit unto, into the what? Wilderness. The Holy Spirit was leading and guiding him and directing him. And that's why it's essential that we have the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us. Amen. It's absolutely necessary that we are led by the Spirit and not by our senses. Because if we are only occupy, uh, uh, following our sensory realm, we'll be limited in the ability of God's power. Okay? Now, go to verse 14, and we'll see, you see what I'm referencing. Verse 14 of the same chapter, verse chapter 4, and it says what? And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. He returned in the power of the Spirit where? Into Galilee. And what happened? And there went a fame of him through all, all the region round about. So the book of Acts, the first chapter, verse number 8, tells us that we're going to have power after that what? The Holy Ghost has come upon us. This Luke confirms what Jesus said, being full of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and then he returned after he had been tempted and tried. Uh, glory to God. Then he returned to Galilee under the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Spirit. So it is absolutely necessary to have the Spirit of God because that's where the power is. Amen. That's where the power to do, the power to carry out God's will, and the power to function. Now, this is a quotation from Isaiah 61. So if we go to Isaiah 61, and we begin reading when the prophet Isaiah was prophesying to the children of Israel when they were in captivity, and he was letting them know that that captivity wasn't going to last always because the power of God is going to be released, and it's going to become a change in your life. It's going to make what? A change in your life. Amen. Things are not going to always be the same. Things are not going to always be uh, like you are tied up and tangled up and confused, so to God. But there's going to come a time when 
God's going to release his power to his saints. And then when he releases his power to his saints, he releases his anointing. And when he releases his anointing, he, re he releases, praise God, the power to, re to operate in his favor. To operate what? In his favor. So all of us, praise God, sitting here tonight are operating in the favor of God. Amen. Amen. Now, when you operate in the favor of God, that means you're entitled to the blessings of God. Amen. You're entitled to the what? Blessings of God. Because you're operating in his favor. This is what... Uh, uh, the prophet uh, Isaiah said and quoted when God was telling him when the children of Israel were in captivity he said listen the spirit verse chapter 61 verse number 1 the spirit of the Lord what is upon me just what Jesus just read because this is what he found this is what he read because the Lord had what anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn to comfort what all that mourn God doesn't want us mourning he wants to bring comfort to us go to God let us know that he's on our side and when he lets you know he's on his side he accompanies that with blessings he accompanies that what with blessings, glory to God. And so we as the children of God are entitled to the favor of God. Now, and, and as we continue to read, and it says what? To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called, what? Trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. God wants us to give him glory. God wants our life to give him glory. So, praise God. And he gets no glory, praise God, if we're not uh, blessed by him. Amen. So, he wants us, to praise God, to reflect who he is. Uh, go to verse number 4 and they shall build the old ways they shall raise up former desolations they shall repair the waste cities the desolation of many generations and strangers shall what stand and feed your flocks and the sons of your of the alien shall be your plowmen and your vine dresser. Now, what is that saying? That's saying that the enemy, praise God, is going to be your servant. Your footstool and your servant. Amen. So apparently then we have recognized that the enemy is our servant. So we haven't put him to work. We haven't put him to work. Because he is, glory to God. So in other words, you can stop the enemy. By your profession of your faith, amen, because you are confessing what belongs to you. You are what? Confessing what belongs to you, which is thus given to us by the what? By the word of the Lord. Amen. So, glory to God. If we want something from God, we must confess that what we want. 
Amen. We must what? Confess that we, and then believe that what we are confessing is what God is saying. Amen. What God has given us, praise God, the ability to do. Now, what, uh, what's I saying? saying that he can do this uh, to do. He can do exceeding and abundantly above that which we are able to what? Ask or think. Now, so according to the power that worketh in us, the power that worketh in us. So if there is no uh, anointing or if there is no uh, spirit of God in you, glory to God, then you're not going to have the power to believe. Because the power to believe comes from God. Amen. God has given to every man the measure of faith. The measure of faith. Everybody has the measure of faith. You have the faith enough to know that, that you can be saved. Amen. You can be saved. Now you from there you got to go on to build up your faith. Amen. To believe that you are capable, praise God, of receiving whatever God has in store for you. Amen. What, and, and you have to believe that. You got to exercise and go. And you have to believe it in spite of what you see, or what you feel, or what you hear. Amen. You have to just stand firm, praise God, in the word of God. Get you a scripture and, and stand on that scripture and just believe and say, I believe what the word of the Lord says. Amen. And so uh, he gave an example, praise God, which is one that we have used before. Uh, in which uh, uh, remember the lepers that were outside the city and uh, they were standing at the gate of the city and they were trying to figure out what they were going to do they had, had a famine in the in the land and uh, everything was messed up and the economy was messed up and people praise God were uh, starving and uh, threatening to eat their own children and uh, those kind of things and then the Lord says the Lord sent a word, praise God, through the prophet and said, by this time tomorrow, it's going to be plentiful. By this time tomorrow, it's going to be plentiful. Now, uh, now, now here's the challenge. You've been in this condition for a number of, let's say, months. Okay, now, being in a condition for a number of months conditions your thinking. It what it conditions your thinking. Amen. In other words, you begin to think, wonder, is this thing going to ever end? Is it ever going to change? Is it ever going to change? And glory to God. But, but every day, day by day, the situation is still the same. There's still no, not enough food. There's still not enough uh, crops. There's still not enough water. There's still not enough land, glory to God. Whatever it is, there is an insufficiency of whatever we need. Now, you experience that every day. Every day you wake up, you go try to figure out what you're going to eat that day. Now, you try to figure out, glory where's this food going to come from today? Glory to God, how am I going to eat today? How am I going to feed my children? How am I going to feed my family? Now, all of a sudden, somebody comes along to you and says, tomorrow, there's going to be plenty. Right, that's exactly what you say. You say, say what? <laughs> yeah, well, you better, <laughs> glory to God, you better get out of here. Right, because I'm conditioned in my thinking, and I'm conditioned in my expectation because I maybe have thought about tomorrow's going to be a better day, but then when, I, when it, tomorrow came, it was the same as yesterday. 
You know what I'm saying? So my, my, my confidence and my, my expectation has been steadily waning every day that I've gone through this situation or this condition. You, you follow that? Every day, praise God, that I have an expectation. I'm expecting tomorrow to be better than today. Glory to God. But then tomorrow turns out to be the same or even worse than today. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's your reality. And then all of a sudden now, praise God, somebody comes along and speaks a word to you and says, listen, the Lord said tomorrow is going to be a beautiful day. Now, <laughs> whose report <laughs> are you going to believe? Because challenging you is your sensory realm. Your sensory realm says this is what you've been gone through, this is what you've been through, you've been through this day after day, after time that you've heard this before, glory to God. And so now, glory to God, how do I reconcile this to my expectation on tomorrow? Because I had the expectation on yesterday for tomorrow, tomorrow turned out to be the same as yesterday. So, glory to God. Now, what do I believe? How do I believe? How do I fight this? Yes. 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 Plenty. Exactly right. Right. Exactly right. And that's a good thought because now, because we look at the physical and we say, okay, it takes so many months to get these harvests. The plants got to plant and got to wait for it to grow and got to nourish it, glory to God, and all those kind of things. And so you go through your mindset of saying, well, now, how can this be? You know, is, I can't figure this out. You know, how is this? Yeah, where's it going to come from? How is it going to be better tomorrow than it was today? And we haven't planted any crop. We haven't done anything. Amen? Now, this is what God said to them that doubted. This is what God said to them that doubted. He says, you're going to see it, but you won't partake of it. There's those who doubt. <laughs> Everyone said, because there were some people that, that, that made some pretty snide remarks to them that about that. Go God, they said to him, well, if, if God can open up a window of heaven and pour out a blessing or something, then maybe it will, I'll believe it. Uh, but they, they said, we, we're not receiving this. And so they were sarcastic in their belief, but they were sarcastic to the point, praise God, where God says, okay, I'm going to let you see it, but you're not going to partake of it. In other words, you're going to see my glory. You're going to see my power. You're going to see my ability to manufacture stuff out of nothing. Hallelujah. But you won't be able to partake of it because you did not believe. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Amen. Because you did not believe. Now, you see it. <laughs> With those same eyes, you see it, glory to God, but you won't be able to partake of it because, glory to God, you doubted me. 
Amen. You what? You doubted me. And so that's where the fight comes in. Well, we have to fight our fears. We have to fight, praise God, our, our, our things that interfere, the thought processes. What was that? Second Corinthians, is it the 10th chapter, uh, where he says, bring every thought into obedience. In chapter 10, it's chapter 10 of Second Corinthians. Go to Second ch Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, yes, started, I think, with verse number 3. Second Corinthians. Chapter 10. If it's not second, it's first, but it's second. All right. Uh, well, we'll start with verse number three. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Now, okay, we, we, we're in the flesh. We're in the flesh. We're, we're in the sensory realm. But we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. We don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. We don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. So what I see with my natural eye, I have to also run it through the lens of my faith. What I see with my natural eye, I have to run it through the lens of my faith. In other words, Lord God, I got to put it in perspective to what I'm seeing and what I'm believing. Okay? Now, which one is going to take power over the one or the other? And the, hopefully the key is my spiritual eye will see better than my natural eye. Because my natural eye is going to see defeat. My natural eye is going to see the existence of all these hindrances, but my spiritual eye says it's victory time. My spiritual eye says, what well, is victory time. Glory to God. And that's what you have to maintain is your spiritual eye because there's power in the spirit. See, Jesus, when he came back to Galilee, he had to come back in the power of the spirit because otherwise he had been through enough out there in the desert place, glory to God, being tempted of the enemy. And, he, and, and he, 40 days he was out there in that experience. And now he's coming back to Galilee, but he's got to come back not only with, not with the eyes of the natural, but the eyes of the spirit that says to him, man, you get ready to do some things here, glory to God, that's never been done before. Amen. Amen. They're going to talk about you, but glory to God, you get ready to open up the eyes of the blind. You get ready to set the captives free. You get ready to liberate them that are, are lost. Glory to God. You get ready to do all of these things. Heal the sick. Glory to God. And do all that stuff. Glory to God. But your natural mind is saying to you, it ain't going to happen. That's your natural mind. But your spiritual mind says, oh, the power of God is in me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Glory to God. He has anointed me. Praise God. And did what? Anointed me to, to, to proclaim the, 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 the acceptable year of the Lord and, uh, and, and to believe what, what he's saying, that he can make a change in a day. A 24-hour period can make a difference in your life. Just one day, glory to God, with God, and, and allowing God to make that change in your life. Glory to God. Oh. I hate to use this example, but it's like winning the lotto. It's like winning the lotto. Yeah, there. I mean, if, if you all of a sudden, glory to God, I know it's difficult to imagine, but yesterday you were trying to count out how you're going to pay all your bills. 
Yeah, you were trying to figure out who am I, who am I gonna put in the hat, whose name am I gonna draw out, and 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 you're figuring it out, and then all of a sudden somebody tells you, you won the lotto, and the lotto is paying three hundred and fifty million dollars. Now you just won. You just won. Now yesterday though you were trying to figure out yeah who who am I who am I gonna rob today go to and that mindset is probably somewhere still in existence because you haven't phantom what it feels like to have three hundred and fifty million dollars you 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 never been in that situation before you never even you you wouldn't even know how to act. <laughs> you figure it out soon, huh? <laughs> Glory to God, amen. But but that's the way God is saying, and that's what God did to these people who have been, praise God, locked up and uh, being terrorized, and also um, uh, what do you call when you surround them and you uh, what do you call that? No, when you surround your enemy and just starve them out. Siege, thank you. They've been sieged and so forth, and glory to God, they can see the enemy all around. And then God says to them, but tomorrow is over. Tomorrow, <laughs> glory to God, you're going to rejoice. Tomorrow, you're going to celebrate. Tomorrow, you're going to have more than enough. You're going to have more, more. And, and that's my word to you tonight, glory to God, is that tomorrow, you're going to have more than enough. Amen. Tomorrow, glory to God, you're not going to be doing the same that you're doing today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Somebody say, look at my tomorrow. Hallelujah. Come on, look at my tomorrow. Hallelujah. Because my tomorrow looks much better than my today. Why? Because God is in it. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Somebody's ought to give God some praise. Hallelujah. Bless his old name. And that's what he's saying to them through this word in, 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 the, prophet, in the prophecy of, uh, but he says, Lord of God, here in Corinthians, you, you got to get your thoughts out of there. Uh, for we walk in the flesh, but we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. See, your thought processes are, are, are strongholds. Yeah, the way you think and the way you operate and the way you, how you feel about something and what you see and that's why what you see and, and that's how habits are developed, glory to God, by repetitive thinking, repetitive seeing, repetitive doing, glory to God. When you do something repetitively, it all of a sudden it becomes a habit. Amen. Amen. Because, and that's the trouble with starvation. That's the trouble with, you know, uh, not having enough because you've been used to doing that and so now you start scrimping Glory to God. And you can understand that you got more than enough. You, you've been transformed into more than enough. You've been transferred into the kingdom of more than enough. Now, it doesn't mean, glory to God, you go out just spin because you, you get ready to get this inheritance. Amen. Glory to God. You don't write rubber checks. Amen. You wait until it happens. Yeah, but but you you wait until it happens it's because it's going to happen, because as he said on tomorrow about this time, this is what's going to happen. Glory to God, and so glory to God, right? 
Hallelujah. But, glory to God, you got you to get your thought processes out of there. You got to get your mind out of there. And I know it's tough. It's hard because you got to fight. You got a war. Let's see what he says here. Uh, uh, for the weapons of a 55, verse 5. Uh, casting down, this is the part. Casting down imagination, which are images. Casting down what? Images. The what? And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What do you know about God? What do you know about God? He's a way maker. He's a provider. He's a mirror worker. He, 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 he does the impossible. Go to God. He's capable of doing the what? Impossible. He's a light. Praise God in darkness. Come on, somebody. He's, he's a, a, a provider. He's a what? A healer. He's a deliverer. He's my all in all. That's what, Amen. And so when your imagination start thinking and imaging, because you will image, praise God, poverty. You will image your past, your scripting days, your, the, the days when, when you were counting out, praise God, pennies and glory to God. And now you're dealing with millions. Yeah, those are B.C. days, just before Christ days. Amen. And, and so now, glory to God, I, I've got more than enough. I don't have to look at my checkbook. I don't have to look at my bank account. When I go into a store, I don't have to turn the label over. Some of, some of y'all know what I mean. Amen. You, you just go, and because and, and, one day I was reading a story uh, about uh, Michael Jackson, how he shops, glory to God. And, and when Michael Jackson shops, he just goes into a store and he says, give me that. Give me that, give me that, and give me that. And have it wrapped up and delivered to my house. He hadn't looked at one label. He hadn't looked at one, what's that? Oh, <laughs> she said she could do that. Even at the dollar store, you're going to have to add it up. <laughs> Hallelujah. God praise you them dollars, make 10 and 20 and 30. Glory to God. So you keep on filling that basket up and you got $50 in there. And you try to figure, oh, I'm not going to pay for this. Amen. So, amen. But, hallelujah, that's what he's saying, casting down imagination. That's images. That's images, that's things that are formulated in your mind. What you see, glory to God, you can't see defeat. You have to see victory. Come on, you have to see victory. And in order for you to see victory, you have to fight for victory. Come on, you got to fight your way through the thought process. You got to fight your way to the images that are, uh, the enemy is trying to plant in your mind. You got to just throw them out, glory to God, kick them out. Casting down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Everything I know about God, glory to God, I'm casting it out. In the name of Jesus, I'm casting it out. You got to fight that fight. Amen. You have to fight that warfare. Glory to God. Now, uh, what does he say? What verse am I on? Verse 6. And having in, I didn't finish verse 5. And bringing into captivity, bringing into captivity, everyone thought that to the obedience 
of Christ. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. This this thought that says it's not gonna happen. Uh uh. Get out of here. I got get out of here. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's happening even as I speak. Somebody ought to shout, praise him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You got to keep fighting that fight. You got to keep speaking that. Great what you believe. Amen. You got to keep saying that what you believe. You got to keep repeating that what you believe. God is all right. It's all right, Lord. Lord, I thank you. Everything is all right. I think everything is fine. I thank you, oh God, that you made a way. Glory to God. And I'm expecting you to show up and show out. Hallelujah. Bless the And I receive what you have given to me. Now, that's the thing that they had to fight for, praise God, when they had uh, to uh, believe when they were still in captivity. Because, see, in Isaiah, all those promises came to them when they were in captivity. They were not free. They were not on, on, uh, on uh, some uh, boat or, you know, of prosperity. They were still in captivity. And the Lord said, Isaiah, go down and send them a word. Tell them I'm getting ready to change their situation. You go tell them I'm getting ready to what? Change their situation. They're no longer going to be in captivity. They're going to be free to praise me. They're going to be free, praise God, to magnify me. They're going to be free, glory to God, to lift up their hands in the sanctuary. Oh, bless the old name, glory to God. They're no longer going to be tied up and tangled up and hooked up, glory to God. They're going to be liberated because that's the gospel that you gave to me to preach to them, and that's what I'm preaching. Hallelujah. So somebody ought to give him some praise. Glory to God. So I got to bring that thought, every idea, and every imagination into captivity. I got to lock it up. I do what? Lock it up. Now I noticed something in, I think it was Matthew, praise God, where Jesus, after he had been into the, uh, or was it maybe even in Luke, uh, after he had been in the wilderness for so long and uh, he had gone through for 40 days and 40 nights, go to God, in which the enemy came in and tempted him, made him go through all those uh, challenges, go to God. The Bible says that the enemy left him for a season. He didn't leave him altogether. <laughs> he just left him for a season. So when you get your victory, don't think, praise God, he's gone. Amen. Don't think he's gone and it's going to be smooth sailing from here on in. Go to God. No, he's still there lurking around trying to figure out how he could defeat you even in spite of your victory. Glory to God. But you got to just believe the Lord and say, no, Lord, glory to God, I believe your word. I what? I believe your word. I believe your word. And your word says this, glory to God. And so says the word says it. I believe in what your word says, glory to God. And I'm taking it to the bank. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I got to fight for that. I got to fight for it. Glory to God. Because it's not going to come easy. Amen. You got to fight. And that's why he says, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the what? Good fight of faith. Glory to God. It's a fight that you're in. We're in a warfare. Amen. Glory to God. And we have to just believe because the enemy is out there trying to steal, kill, and destroy. But glory to God. Thanks be to God that we believe in God. Now, this is what he said, verse 6. And having a, in a readiness... To revenge all disobedience when your obedience is what? Fulfilled. Woo! Now, he asked the question, do you look at things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he, he is Christ, let him of himself think this again, that as he is Christ, even so are we 
Christ. Amen. So never get the big head thinking you more than somebody else. Amen. Don't get the thing because you've been blessed, glory to God, and you've been blessed with a few trinkets. Hallelujah. That glory to God. God can't do it for somebody else. Amen. That I'm somebody, glory to God, because he did it for me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No, glory to God. It was just your turn. Somebody, it was just your turn for your favor. Somebody ought to give him praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And then what you want to do is be like Peter and them call for your fellow brotherships and say, come over and help me. The blessings are too, too much. Call me. Hallelujah. That's right. Call me. Get my phone number. Hallelujah. Bless the holy name. And let him know, glory to God, that amen. Because when he does turn on that spigot, glory to God, it just overflows. Come on, it what overflows, glory to God. And, and he doesn't have to come only one way, he can come several ways. Amen. He comes in ways that you can't even imagine. Amen. And, and that we can't even phantom. Hallelujah. All we have to do is keep eating seed, put seeds in the ground, and know, praise God, that a harvest is going to come. If I put seeds in the ground, harvest time is going to come. Somebody ought to give him praise. Somebody ought to give him praise. Hallelujah. Oh, now, glory to God. Go back here to, where was I in? Second Corinthians, no, I'm finished that, glory to God. Uh, I want to go back to the original text. Uh, Luke, the fourth chapter. Hallelujah. In verse number 18, we concluded. Luke, the fourth chapter. 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. So I'm going to let the poor know you're not poor. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the poor say, why do you want the poor to say? Because you're going to have whatsoever you say. So you need to say, poor man, poor man, poor man. Go to God. You need to say, I'm not poor, I'm rich. Amen. Let the poor say, I am rich. Glory to God. And so when you speak that, then guess what? That's what you're putting in the atmosphere. That's what you're putting up there for God to work with. You're speaking, glory to God, for God to build it up in your life. Glory to God. Amen. Now, it's, it's, like I said, this is, sometimes you've got to go in your closet and just get by yourself. Amen. Just you and the Lord alone. That's what happened to Sister G. Praise God. Amen. She'll tell you that because I wasn't in her corner. Amen. I, I was saying, baby, I think you ought to go See the doctor now. Hallelujah. This thing is growing. This thing is getting bigger. And it's getting bigger before my eyes. And so my eyes became what I saw. But she had the faith to believe, glory to God, that what she was saying was going to come because that's what the Lord told her, praise God, to flood yourself with the word. The Lord told her to what flood? I didn't hear the Lord say that. So my thing is, because I'm thinking, I'm looking at this, this thing is getting bigger. It's getting bigger. It's getting bigger. And I think, baby, it's time for you to go see the doctor about what this thing is getting bigger. And she's saying, no, I'm standing on the word. I'm just speaking the word. And that's all she did was speak the word. And then I saw with my two eyes, I saw the reality of what I was seeing change right in front of me. And that thing began to shrink. And it began to shrink and get smaller and smaller and smaller. But right in front of my same eyes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I said, Lord, the Lord, 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 help me and my unbelief. Amen. 
and, and so glory to God because, because even sometimes your closest friend won't understand. Your partner, your prayer partner won't understand. Glory to God. But you have to just fight that fight by yourself and just knowing that God is on your side. Glory to God. And I'm going to win this thing. Come on, somebody. And at the end, I'm going to be victorious. I'm more than a conqueror. You got to say that I'm more than a conqueror. I believe in the, what the word of the Lord is saying. I believe what God is saying. Come on, somebody. Bless the name. I don't care what I see. I don't care what I uh, look at. I don't care what I smell. I don't care what I taste. Glory to God. I believe what the word of the Lord is saying. Glory to God, no matter what. And that's what the older saints had to do. Glory to God, that when they, when they just went against every common sense thing. And they gave all those old-fashioned remedies. And they just, that's why they slapped you up with oil and liniments and salves and all that kind of stuff. And had you eating that stuff, glory to God. And, yeah, and taking castor oil and stuff, hallelujah. Just loaded you up, hallelujah. Because they believed that it was going to work. It was going to help you. Glory to God. They just believed that. Hallelujah. And that's what it has to be about the word of the Lord. We have to believe that the word of the Lord is going to help us. Somebody ought to shout praise him. I believe today. I believe today. Somebody say, I believe today. Woo. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're closing. We're closing. We're closing. Mm. Luke, the fourth chapter. Um. <clears throat> uh, and he said unto them, verse 23, You will surely say unto me this proper, Physician, physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, No prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth, Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heavens were shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto the Sarepta, uh, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. We know the story. Praise God, how the widow preserved him. Glory to God, and had the cake, and that's all. She was going to make that cake and die. But God said to tell her to make me a cake first. So just give me an opportunity to get involved. Glory to God. And bring your troubles to God. And when you bring them to God, God will take care of them. Come on. God will take care of them when you bring them to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Father, we thank you for your word on tonight. We thank you for the power that's in your Holy Spirit. And God, we pray the anointing of that Holy Spirit now be released in this place on each and every one of these that sit here tonight in the name of Jesus. Bring that miracle into their life, O oh God, we pray. Manifest your glory to them, O oh God. Manifest your power. Let them see your glory. Let them see your power. Manifest it now, O oh God, in their eyesight, their earsight, O oh God, and we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and it shall be done. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Come on, let's give God praise. Give God praise. Praise, give God praise.